So in a few more few moments tonight, I will get down on my knees and I will wash the feet of some of the parishioners. Now I don't particularly like feet. I don't like my own feet. Um, I don't like other people's feet. And I imagine that actually the Lord Jesus also didn't like feet, uh, that he didn't like his disciples' feet. We can imagine those disciples' feet had crossed pretty much all of Israel over the three years they'd been with him. Um, Their feet were probably not that nice. And yet the Lord not only washed their feet, but he told them that this was something incredibly significant. So I want to pause tonight to to reflect on the significance of that. And one of the pivotal things we need to grasp is the moment in time when he chose to do this. That he didn't do this at some random moment in the three years he was publicly going about. He did this the night before he was to die. So he'd spent the three years of his public ministry, journeying far and wide, that he, the long-awaited Messiah, he'd taught the people, he'd cured the sick. And even though his faithful followers had repeatedly failed to grasp either the depth of his teaching or even who it was that he was as he was trying to explain it to them. That night he'd gathered them with him. He'd given them a series of very important farewell speeches in which he taught them great summaries of what he'd been saying the last three years to them. And not only did he give them that farewell in words, But he gave them the gift of the Mass. He gave them the gift of the Mass that is the gift of his presence, but also the gift of his sacrifice. So it's the gift of his presence and that because of that gift in that first Mass at the Last Supper in that upper room, forevermore where we gather and the priest at the altar does what Jesus did, as he said, in memory of him. Bread and wine become the body and blood of the Lord. That he comes present in, as the church says, in his physical reality, even though the appearances look otherwise. He comes to be the food of our souls. But he doesn't just come to us as food. He comes to us giving us the gift of his sacrifice, so that the sacrifice he was looking ahead already to what he was going to give them the next day on the cross, that is the very same sacrifice made present on the altar. And the sign of that is is the body and the blood. Why does the gift of the mass, why does he feed us in, in two forms, under the appearance of bread and the appearance of wine? To have that appearance, that sign of sacrifice, that that when blood is separated from the body, you have death. That's what happened on the cross. And that's the sign value of what we have in every mass on the altar. The sign of death. The sign of his gift of sacrifice made present on the altar. 
so that his sacrifice of the cross, the sacrifice of the mass, the prayer we come, this is all the same prayer, the same sacrifice. And it's all the great gift that he gave them that night. And in the midst of all of that, in the midst of such an incredible gift, he got down on his feet and he washed their feet. He got down on his knees and washed their feet. And my point to you tonight is that his action of doing that in washing their feet was just as profound, just as symbolic as everything else he was doing that night. That what he did wasn't just an act of love, but an act of service, and I would say in particular to you tonight, an act of humility. That you can't truly love unless you're being humble. You can't truly love unless you're thinking of other people rather than yourself. When I'm proud, I'm all full of myself and I'm thinking of myself. When I'm humble, I'm not full of myself. I'm not thinking of myself. And I'm able to think of others. I'm able to see what their needs are. And if I am to love others, I need that humility. And this is what our Lord shows us in his humble washing of feet. That the Lord wasn't full of himself. He was forgetting of himself. And that had been the pattern of our Lord's whole life. That he was forgetting of himself when he forgot his glory, as in put it aside, that he might come down from heaven to earth to be one of us. He was self-forgetting when he chose to suffer for us on the cross. That the next day as he looked ahead, he would be self-forgetting as he went through everything on that Good Friday. And we might recall too that that very night in that gift of himself in giving them the Mass and giving them the real presence in the Eucharist, that also was self-forgetful and that he was putting aside his own honour and dignity. That he could see, he could know how through the centuries so Continually, we, we who say we love him, yet so often neglect him and dishonour him in the Eucharist itself. That we approach him with our minds elsewhere, or we approach him unworthily. And he knew this, and yet he also knew that the only way he could give himself to us, that he could come to us all down the centuries, for all nations across all the world, always at the same time, and not just be in one body in one place in Palestine, but to be available for all of us, had to be this way. And even though that meant putting aside his dignity, he was willing to do that for us. And all of that is humble. All of that is putting others before yourself. 
all of that is signified in that gesture of getting down on his knees and washing their feet. And that's why we heard that phrase in the gospel tonight. He showed the depth of his love by getting down and washing their feet. So as I get down tonight and wash feet, let's remember that as an action of the Lord, an action that shows the depth of his love.